What's going on? I want to call you guys savages. I want to call you guys folks. Maybe I got to figure out a, a specific term to call you guys because you guys come out every single, pretty much every single day, Monday through Thursday, at least for the MMA Log Talk. Shout out to every single one of you that comes out to every other show as well, propping you up, Ultimate Win Show, MMA Logcast, the Contender Series Breakdowns, Fight Day Live Chat. It's safe to say the channel is live and popping over the last several weeks because your boy really dialed it in with the content. So appreciate everybody that's been checking it out. The one thing that I love to see the most is the live chat already a little bit lit up before going live. Yeah, I mean, I got to I gotta figure out the um i gotta figure out that you know starting the stream but not starting the stream you know what i mean when are people like they start the stream but they put like some sort of graphic uh some sort of like quick image uh, animation that says starting soon so i gotta get the chat popping and letting you guys know yes i am here and no i'm not ditching you like i did the contender series last week by starting it uh two hours or, or scheduling it two hours earlier than i thought i was gonna do it but uh here we are and on the heels of a big UFC 278 card, holy moly, did Leon Edwards shock the world. Feels like a, again, I don't want to insult Leon Edwards by calling it a Matt Sarah GSP moment because he is definitely much more skilled than than Matt Sarah, right? If you guys remember, uh, Matt Sarah earned his shot at George St. Pierre by winning some sort of comeback season of the Ultimate Fighter. And he uh, was lined up with George St. Pierre, if I'm not mistaken. You know, had his moment to shine and then eventually got run through in the comeback. Um, maybe that's what's going to happen in the rematch because you know the rematch is happening. Now, uh, obviously, I'll give you guys my thoughts real quick on the main event, and then I'll get into the live chat here, because I always like to ramble a little bit before I get into the live chat, just so we can build up some questions and some comments to get through. But not often. So, like, I, I was at a uh, family barbecue, so I wasn't able to watch the fights live, but I was able to um, catch up on it yesterday. And... Normally, as soon as the main event's done, you know, I'll listen to the interview uh, and or at least post-fight interview, the Rogan and Cage interview, and then I'll exit out of it and then I'll just, you know, get up to, to catch it up with everything. And this is the first time I can remember watching from like post, you know, main event result all the way to the end of the actual broadcast. And how many times did Rogan say, bring that up? I want to watch that again, right? Like it was one of those kind of moments where we didn't really expect it to be that big. And it turned out to be that big. And, you know, it was a shocking result. It was one of those spots where we're like, all right, let's pack it in. Let's cash those Usman tickets. And then Leon goes out there and just absolutely starches him. Um, comeback victory, right? And And I don't really understand the whole... You know, Leon, you know, I called it Leon this, Leon that. Like, he was losing 80% of that fight, 85% of that fight. Now, it's different, in my opinion. Like, I've I've seen some some comparisons to the previous main event, right? The Dominic Cruz versus Chito Vera fight, where Dom was winning that fight up until he got caught in the fourth round. The difference between that fight and this Usman fight was that there were question marks about Cruz's durability to a certain extent. I didn't really give too much thought into it. But the widely expected result was that Chito Vera was going to likely lose those first couple of rounds and then win, uh, you know, by finish in the fourth or fifth round. That's exactly what happened. Nobody called this Leon Edwards thing, right? No, you know, Chito Vera was a minus 250 favorite that night. Leon Edwards was a plus 250 dog. So, like, completely different situations, and especially considering that uh, Usman was, like, again, 48 seconds, uh, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that, away from winning that fight. Was cruising, you know what I mean? Doing Luke Kamar Usman things. Uh, but, like, if anybody, you know, is, is pounding their chest about that Leon Edwards thing and not um, acknowledging that they were on their way to losing that fight, you know... We got to bring them back down to earth a little bit. I want to see those same people go out there and bet Leon Edwards the next time around. 
I think the play, and I had it as my hedge on the best bets and uh, props article, was um, Leon by KO. You know, that was the only way I expected him to win. I was hearing all week the the way for Leon to win that fight was by decision, like so eking out a decision or some sort. I'm like, he's not winning minutes here against Kamaru Usman. Yeah, he found himself in top position against Usman in round one. That was unpredictable. You know what I mean, even the best wrestlers couldn't get on top of Usman the way that Leon Edwards is able to. And then from there, you know, we saw Usman obviously start to take over rounds two, rounds three, rounds four, and then was pretty much winning round five until he landed that big head kick. So. You know, all credit to Leon Edwards. I don't want to rain on his parade too much. The guy got it done. Guy won the title. Now he's going to have to go out there and defend it one more time against Kamar Usman. And then we'll see if he actually has the chops to defend it, right? There's the um, statistic that just kept coming out before the Amanda Nunes fight where, like, the guy who loses the title usually does not win it back in the next fight. I think that's going to be different here. <laughs> I think that would be absolutely different here, just as it was different in the Amanda Nunes fight. That's the level of skill that we're talking about, you know, the Kamar Usman and Amanda Nunes is of the world. So, yeah. Good punch, good kick. You know, there. Uh, I see my guy, uh, Jeff K, saying there was no luck. Obviously, it wasn't luck, that there was no luck in my opinion. That was perfectly timed, perfectly placed head kick landed it but the trajectory of that fight was far from that right and that's the beauty of mma like no matter if you're down on the scorecards you can still come back and win no matter you know it's not like a basketball game where you get outscored 100 to 4 in the first three quarters and then you're getting outscored by another 20 points in that first quarter you can't put up a 200 pointer in the nba or in a basketball game it doesn't work like that mma it's one small error and you're out cold that's what happened with Kamaru Usman that night. Um, other quick thoughts about 278. Um, actually, no, no, let's continue to riff on that because the welterweight division has kind of been clogged up with Kamaru Usman being at the top and rematching a lot of the guys. And now we have a little bit of shakeup. All, although, you know, this will likely be another rematch. Colby Covington's got to be happy, you know. That's a guy who has been waiting on Kamar Usman to somewhat slip up so that he can insert his name into that title shot talk once again. But given the streak that Usman is on or was on, you got to give him the shot. You got to give him uh, the title shot there. Uh, uh, this actually does put out there that maybe Hamzat, after and if he beats Nate Diaz, should fight Kobe Covington for number one contender. And I'm totally fine with that. Like, that is the fight that I need to see to determine who deserves to be the next number one contender. Obviously, Usman's getting the rematch, right? So you got to put Kobe Covington and uh, uh, Hamzat Shmaya together next. Those are the next two guys. Bilal, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I guess you can do Bilal against Hamzat if Bilal comes out on the winning end against Sean Brady. But I really think that Kobe Covington deserves to be up there. He is one of the best guys out there, hands down. I think he is number two behind Kamar Usman. So Duke, uh, Kobe versus uh, Hamzat. Blow. Maybe you fight Shavkat. <laughs> Unfortunate for you, but uh, always the odd man out. But yeah. Uh, Rockhold, shout out to Rockhold Shin holding up against the amount of damage that he did. I felt like if Kasa you know, put his foot on the gas a little bit more. He probably would have been able to get Rockhold out of there. But we also have to commend um, Rockhold for staying in there as much as he did and even making Bohachino work as much as he did. Maybe that's why Costa couldn't put, it on his, put his foot on the trigger to get... Um, uh, Costa couldn't put his foot on the trigger to get him out of there because he was gassed from... You know, Luke, whatever. Luke was throwing back at him. Marab, solid performance against Aldo. You know, I whiffed on my Aldo bet there. Is what it is. Um, you know, I expected him to get off the cage a little bit easier. It wasn't to be. But uh, I'm down with... I am totally down with how that fight was scored. All right. Sorry, I'm just looking at this super cold glass of water that I got ahead of me, and I just really want to take a sip of it and then get into the comment section here. <laughs> All 
by sip, and by sip, I mean chug. All right, let's see what the live chat is saying here, and we can get into some of these questions. Tristan Schurr, host in the chat, appreciate you stopping by, saying, do you think Tony's chin can hold up after only four months of rest? What's your early lean in Ferguson versus Li Jing Leong? Tony Ferguson. Oh, yeah, he got deaded by Michael Chandler. I totally forgot about that fight. I don't know if it will hold up, but I will say this. I am not, you know, going to put all my eggs in that Li Jing Leong basket. I'm expecting him to be like minus 400, minus 500 here. I think people got to give Tony Ferguson a little bit more respect. But, uh, you know, this one really came out of left field, especially considering that he went up to welterweight for this fight. They probably played, paid him a bunch of money just so that he would fight and, you know, kind of save that 279 card. But uh, violence will probably be the bet rather than, than taking Lee Jing Leong there. Tristan Sherrill saying on a side note, I know everyone hates Masvidal, but I hope they do Edwards versus Masvidal in England. That would be fire. Uh, if they don't give Kamaru Usman a rematch, that would be crazy. That would be crazy to me. Lajwan Dream in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by. Jan, John saying thanks for the content every day. No worry, my brother. Appreciate you stopping by and enjoying some of it. Joshua Fricks and Tabura. He came through. DXJC saying Leon Edwards beat the system. Yes, he did. Ripped up a bunch of parlays for a lot of people too. Papa Chuck saying 278 was crazy in person. I saw that you were there, my friend. Glad you enjoyed he said, I was. I was on the rail to the right of the fighter's entrance tunnel. My buddy in Ohio sends snapshots of me on TV. That's great. That's awesome. That's sick, dude. Hope you enjoyed that. True Shots saying, got a taste of Tabura Plus 650 Live. Good shit. Joshua Frick saying, I'm on every show. Yes, you are. I'm just true saying, Leon. Leon came through. Gary Philbrick saying, I got some Tabura Plus 400 after the first. And what a win by Leon. Yep. Shout out to the guys on the Tabura side here. You know, I was saying all week that Romanov could be that landmine. I thought Gordon was the other landmine, but Gordon came through, but not did Romanov. I'll say this, though. I thought that fight should have been a draw, right? The Romanov fight. I thought he deserved a 10-8 in round one, and then the next two rounds were 10-9 Tybura. That should have been a draw. You know, looking at MMA decisions, seemed like the fans agree, seems like media scores agreed. But, you know, again, shout out to everybody that got uh, Tybura. You know, it reminds me of when I uh, cast Holly and Paiva as a big dog against Kyler Phillips, where a lot of people expected that fight to be a draw. I would have agreed, but Paiva got the decision. Can't knock anybody for taking the shot on Tybura, though, because they saw, uh, you know, uh, a different... They, they saw the discrepancy in the odds there and took advantage of it. I saw it too, but I just, I couldn't do it. Maybe that was a learning lesson for me to actually pull the trigger. If I learn anything from this weekend, you know, Kamaru Usman is the one. Kamaru Usman is truly the one to give me that lesson of no more official, you know, uh, chalky parlays. I can't, I can't do it unless it's like violence or, you know, maybe just violence. But good God, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. Man, I never thought Usman would be the one to give me that lesson, but there it is. I gotta be careful with those uh, parlays. Uh, I'm just saying, how to parlay with Tybur and Leon? I don't know how people bet Romanov. He's a little quitter. Uh, I, I thought we were gonna see a better version of him. I thought we did in that first round, but then again, that's what he always does. But yeah, his cardio did really fuck him up there, and Tybur was a tough test. No way I was parlaying him though. Renew was saying I had trouble sleeping after that one. Yeah, it was it was tough to truly uh get my mind together after seeing that Usman knockout. Rick the ruler in the trap. Uh I'm just true saying Romanov tried the fake nut shot again when he gassed and saw the last coming. There it is. True shot saying minus 500 Usman will probably be an underestimation. Might be. Jeff K saying it's far from a Sarah moment. Look at how he set it up. Knee Usman knew Usman would slip out that way if he pawed the two out, then bang. Not a fluke, just superb execution of technique laid into a fight he was losing. Uh, again, I, I don't want I didn't want to disrespect him by saying it was a Sarah moment, but like because uh, he's way more skilled than Sarah, and that shows as to how he was able to set that up. 
And one thing I noticed as well, like a couple of strikes before that, like if you watch it, Leon's legging, landing leg kicks and body kicks with the same kick, right? Or with the same leg. And it seems like he was getting Usman to just get into this habit of just, okay, he's body kick, leg kick, body kick, leg, leg kick, leg kick, head kick, and he's out. Like, I think that's what it eventually was. But he did obviously set it up with the two that he threw down the middle. So, again, it's I'm not trying to shit on Leon by saying it was a Sarah moment, but I just mean like, Nobody expected that to happen, especially at that, you know, in that, in that form of losing fucking almost 20 minutes of a fight and then coming back and winning like that. Not trying to diss him. I'm just truly saying Leon is going to smoke Usman in a rematch or look like the first round all five or finish. Wow. Like, I, I think that's wild. I, I think that's a wild take, honestly. One slip up and we're counting this guy up. I'm looking forward to seeing better odds on Usman then. Lajwan Dreams saying, uh, my friends and I were going nuts when Usman got KO'd from out of nowhere. Yes, sir. I think I guarantee there was a lot of people that were like just laying back and just chilling and like, ah, you know, this fight's going to be done. It's just going to be another Usman decision. And then everybody just woke the fuck up on that hit, right? Even if you guys go back and watch the uh, the footage from the Manchester gym that they're showing, like people had like mattresses and shit out and they're they're just laying on there's even one person like that was in front of the camera that seemed like they're kind of half passed out and then you know edwards hits that big head kick and gets him out of there crazy crazy true shot saying leon plus 1500 at that point and i thought that was crazy i thought that was accurate there's no way he was winning that fight up until then i'm just true saying he was losing yes but to have a bet on him period and have the feel and confidence to better mean something I don't know. I'm just true saying we knew he could land that head kick. This is what it is. Again, I, I look forward to the rematch. Lajuan Dream saying Edwards KO via kick was plus 2,500. Edwards via KO round five was plus 3,300. I actually sprinkled and Edwards round five sub, which were both plus 10,000. Crazy. BP saying Jesse Ronson versus new opponent. Uh, who's he fighting? Because I am not aware. If it's a short north guy, there's no way that I've done the tape on that yet. So please don't ask me this early. Unless it's a guy that he's already fought. Uh, oh, Joaquin Silva. Okay, Joaquin Silva. Uh, man, when's the last time we saw Silva in the cage? It's been a while, right? Um, Coming up on, well, uh, July... Sorry, June of 2021 when he got knocked out by Rick Glenn in 37 seconds. I remember having a small play on him there. I don't know, man. Uh, I guess I lean Bronson, considering that Silva's been KO'd twice in a row. I got to lean Ronson there. Maybe if I doesn't go to decision, if we get a good bet on that. Trishar saying if you bet MMA, you have to know that was luck. Uh, again, it would... I don't want to call luck. He executed it perfectly. True shot saying one inch either way, and he survives and wins. I'm just true saying take Buckley next card plus 200. Who's Buckley fighting? Is Buckley fighting Imavov? Because if he's fighting Buckley, I I lean Imavov, man. Yeah, he's fighting Imavov next. But I probably wouldn't take Imovov as such a big dog if he truly is minus 240. Yeah, minus 250, man. That's too wide of a line for me to be comfortable. Jeff K saying props to Leon for being composed that deep into a fight. He was getting dominated in. I agree. I was wondering, saying Edwards hit Bilal with that kick and he hit Pollock with it in 2015 too. It happens every now and then. Just better saying I'll take Usman at the cheaper price all day. Next time out, one mm, KO and suddenly your ego, you go from goat to bum. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the MMA nature and betting nature of the of this game that we're in. I was on dreams seeing that clip of him hearing the pads a couple of days before and then edit into that kick. It was sick. Yeah, that was dope. I'm just sure saying Usman is going to come back older, not wrestling because his. Of his knees. Come on, Luck. We're not doing this, Drew. You know I'm going to be on the Usman side if you give me better odds. We shall see. 
Jeff K saying, older champion rematch. Who knows? He can now be KO'd. Leon will come into the next Friday Super Conference. It's going to be real interesting. I think that confidence will get zapped out as it continues to get taken down, like he did in the first, you know, three out of four rounds. Jeff Casing, Leon is still getting better too. Kamaru's a finish strong. Is he though? Like, we were just all week, everybody was pumping up saying, yo, this guy's striking, continues to get better. And now he gets knocked out and he's a finished product. Like, again, we gotta, we gotta dial it back. We gotta come back to realism a little bit. Can't be shitting on Kamaru after he just got, he got hit. He got kicked once. Unfortunate that he wasn't able to hold it, but like nothing in his career ever he suggested that he was super chinny. Like, I've heard people say, oh, Kobe rocked him and, you know, uh, uh, Gilbert rocked him. The Gilbert ones, I'm still skeptical about. I think people were overblowing that one a little bit too much. Um, the Kobe one, you know, that was a striking battle for fucking 25 minutes. I don't know. I, I can't wait to see the rematch. Uh, Tammy Singh, love Rocky having his moment after all the subjects he's had. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, this whole COVID era, what's happened to him. Lazarus Dream saying Saldana should have finished what he should have. I was just saying Rocky did a Rocky thing. True shot saying Covington Rex Edwards 50-44. I agree. And I would put all the money in the world on Covington, obviously. Joshua Frick saying the, this leaves the Shafir Usman to retire after the next fight, so he avoids Hamzat. Possible. But I think he the 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 competitor in him makes me believe he'd fight Hamzat. I'm just true saying Saldana smoked everyone's darling. Yeah, he did. But unfortunately, he still only came out with a draw. That fucking sucks. I'm just true saying Luke is a savage. Yes, sir. Jacksonville Zone just chat saying when Kobe beats Chimmy, do we get a trilogy after Usman gets his belt back? I think so. That's how you'd have to do it, in my opinion. Two shots and Costa didn't try for headshots for the last two rounds. It was a joke. Yeah, he let him he let him stay in that fight, honestly. Uh Tristan saying, Oh, go, oh my god, Bilal versus Shad Cat would be the best. Although Bilal is super picky with his fights. I'd highly doubt Bilal takes a fight with Shavkat, right? He's already doing the UFC a favor in a sense by taking the Sean Brady fight, but like he should be getting top five only. I'm just true saying Nate versus Leonto for the belt coming. Hopefully not, bro. Hopefully not. Rick the ruler thinking that Usman's shin will never be the same. We shall see. We shall see. Jeff Case and Kobe's best win is over the reanimated corpse of Tron Woodley. Just saying, uh, he's beaten everybody that's been in front of him except Kamar Usman. I will not take this. His only win was blah, blah, blah. All the skills that I see inside the cage, how he's competed against Kamar Usman, he is number two. Period. True shot saying Shavkat beats Bilal wide or a KO. Maybe. Jackson Vilzo saying that elevation cost everyone on some underbets. Yes, it did. Luckily, the only under bet that I made was uh, the first fight, which was my lock of the night play as well. Uh, Altamirano money line was lock of the night, and then I had another bet on the under two and a half. And Altamirano whooped that poor boy's ass. Absolutely whooped it. Lodge on Dream saying, love the two ice cubes. Hey, I love my water cold. Uh, true shots saying, don't want to bruise the water, obviously. Exactly. I thought it was going to be Ferguson versus Kevin Holland. That would have been a great fight too. I would have been down with that one. Uh, problem kids saying already did the contender series breakdown. I did not. I'll probably be doing it in the next, I'd say two to three hours. I got a, I got two more matchups to finish up before I do the breakdowns, but they will be later today. So keep your eyes tuned for that. Trusa saying Dana said he would if he lost. Uh, I was on dream saying accidentally placed a bet on type row and it worked out. There you go. Nixon saying Aldo did not fight as well as he is capable of fighting. Also reminded me of Rose. He was terrified of the takedown. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was a little bit hesitant, right? He couldn't get off the cage. He couldn't pull the trigger. But we have to. We have to give uh, Marab that respect, right? Just like you said with the Rose fight, she was terrified of Carlos Brazo taking her down, so she couldn't get her own game off. Rick Dulu saying if Masvidal wins, McGregor should fight him for his first back for his first back fight. Masvidal versus McGregor is the best way to go for both guys, in my opinion. Lonnie Lozano saying, what was the lab odds on Leon in the fifth? I heard it was plus 1,500. Problem Kid saying the judge that ruled for Romanov was smoking crack. I think a well, draw was death to Yeah, draw was the fight. 
or draw was the way to go about it. True shot saying, got to do more than hold him down and do uh, a little damage to get a 10 in my opinion. I thought he did enough damage. Like, he was laying some good round and pound there. I thought that was a good 10-8. Nick Sisson saying, Leon snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. He looked like a broken man before the fifth round started. Yes, he did. His corner was really giving it to him. True shot saying, I only had a small parlay. I lost betting Usman straight. Ouch. Jake Noker saying, 54 seconds away from cashing my max bet. Brutal weekend. Yeah, very unfortunate. Moise Audio with the carousel on the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Robot Chicken Wing saying, Jeff K. Kobe has the easiest path, path to a rematch. He avoids the contenders at welterweight. Uh, he, I, I really believe they should give him Hamzat. Like, that is a true number one contender fight. Again, Bilal has left the odd man out. Is what it is, though. Problem Kid saying, in the words of the bald dude from Shark Tank, you're dead to me. <laughs> Nah, he ain't dead. He, I'll give him another shot. Let's not write him off after just one knockout loss. Uh, Jake saying, for me, this was the biggest comeback in UFC history next to Anderson beating Chao. 54 seconds left, losing the entire fight almost was absolutely stunning. Yeah, if anybody hasn't watched Anderson versus Chao 1, you know, that was a phenomenal fight. You guys know how much Anderson has talked about, especially if you're a newer fan. Like, his, his run was unprecedented. You know, and that was a fight where a lot of people expect, like, Joe Sonnen would almost beat him. He almost fucking beat him. But then he would have almost gotten stripped of his title as well because I believe he tested positive for steroids after that fight. <laughs> so he would have won the belt, but it would have gotten snatched from him and Anderson likely would have gotten his belt back after that. Lajuan Dream saying GSP officially the welterweight goat. Hey, GSP had his moment of slipping up too, right, with Sarah. Now it all depends on how Usman bounces back from it. Albeit GSP had more time after that sort of loss to build up his legacy. Usman more so on the tailor end. I'm sorry, he's uh, on the tail end of his uh, of his record or or of his uh, career. MMA Jesus saying thoughts on the betting lines for Usman versus Edwards. So I, I believe they're already out. A minus three fifty for Usman plus two eighty five. So roughly the same odds. Yeah. Lajon Dream saying, yeah, I think this was better than Anderson Silva. Leon was the plus 300 dog, yes. What was uh, the odds for Silva? Silva Sonnen was pretty wide, too, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see what the odds were there. Anderson Silva, UFC 117. Yeah, Anderson was a minus 460 under our favorite that night. So this was a, a the Silva, or sorry, the Sonnen win would have been a bigger upset than Leon winning this past week. True shot saying I had Silva was physically uh, shut it off before win. Yeah. That's a throwback and a half. Problem kid saying Jake, I agree because Anderson was supposed to win Hanley and U Usman was winning Hanley then didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Anderson was getting dominated that whole fight, had no answer for it, and then threw up a fucking triangle. Crazy. Jeff K saying, I had my remote ready to shut it off right away, but get eyes still glued in case, thankfully. What's in the hindsight the price is a par in a parlay a terrible idea? Yes, that's what we always find out, right? We got to get a little bit of uh, a little bit of data on these guys. MMA Jesus saying, thoughts on replay showing it was a knuckle in the eye, not an eye poke. Replay shows kick was to belt line. Usman doing way more cage grabbing glove hooking than Udman. Edwards are not getting punished. Yeah, that was a, that was weird how much they kept getting away with it. Very weird. I put one round I put one dollar on the round five sub on each. Ooh, that sucks. Jake Noger saying, final thing I'll say my worst moment as a handicapper, but probably my best moment as a fan. That's why we love the sport. Yes. It's hard not to be happy for Edwards, right? Even though you're ripping up a couple of tickets, hard not to be happy for him. Problem Kid saying many betting lessons were learned this week, and I think I think they were. Lajon Dream saying wish I sprinkled the KO instead. Don't tap podcasting. I sprinkled Edwards round three, two, three, four KO as a soft hedge. Ouch. Kenneth Wagster in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by. Lajon Dream saying Buckley fights at UFC Paris. Yes. Bad beat, my guy. Don't tap. Danny Castro saying MMA Jesus. That video you put up of Juliana striking, getting forward with you laughing. Uh, I think you're talking about somebody else, but I know who you're talking about. 
Rick DeRue is saying ESPN doesn't promote the pay-per-view on any talk shows, then post-fight Skip and Shannon are on the spirit talking about the fight, their takes with Lane. We know never to take those guys seriously, right? West Coast saying lucky shot. When you're getting dominated, that happens. That's lucky. I know what you mean, West Coast, but we also have to give Edwards his due. Danny Castro saying, I still think people bet on Usman 3, though. I think they will. Usman, minus 350 for the rematch. Rick DeRuler saying, why don't they bring up someone knowledgeable about the sport if they're going to talk about MMA and really try and help grow the sport? Because they're the big sellers. They're the big names that people pay attention to. It's unfortunate. I don't agree with it, but it is what it is. Drew Sparrow saying, Usman will KO Leon in the rematch. Big words there, my friend. Danny Castro saying, yes, he was undefeated. Now he's crap. Leon got rocked too. Yep. Again, what have you done for me lately? Oh, you're the greatest of all time. One of the greatest of all time, but you just got knocked out. Let's throw you to the side. Let's forget about it. Uh, problem kids saying all to do was a huge factor in cups this weekend too. I agree. Sharks does saying Woodson deserves to lose something because he attempted a buggy shot. It's not even, it's not going to happen in the UFC. It's not going to happen with somebody that lanky, especially right. Like obviously the lankiness helps him in terms of setting it up, but that still leaves a lot of room for his opponents to, uh, to cat or to, to breathe and, and not get choked by it. Lodge on Dreams saying, wonder what would happen if they fought in Denver. Denver is a thousand higher up, a thousand feet higher up than Salt Lake City. They've had some events in Salt Lake City. They've even had uh, a heavyweight fight in Salt Lake City, which was absolute. Oh, sorry, in uh, in Denver. I think it was like Mark Hunt against Ben Rothwell or something like that. Good God, it was a horrible fight. Don't have podcasts in. Usman still has one of the most high level well rounded game game sets. The only thing that makes him look human again is if Leona has that psyche advantage because he KO'd him. I don't know if Usman would is that type of fighter to let that kind of thing get to him. I think he's fired up and ready to go for the, the rematch. But he's going to need a little bit of time off. Let's let Leon enjoy the title for a little bit and let's give him a little bit of time. Uh, let's give Usman a little bit of time to recover and then run this thing back. Tristan Sherrill saying Bilal declined Hamza before they offered Gilbert to Hamza. Bilal picks and chooses. Yeah, very unfortunate. Jake Nolker saying, and no one asked by the time you get here, Tony versus Leach. Why though? Yes, I think it was actually one of the first questions on the on the stream here. Out of left field. Yeah, is what it is. They just wanted to bulk up that 279 card as much as they could. And the best they can do is Tony versus Leach, I guess. Problem kids saying Paulo and Luke combined sapped every oxygen part of guard of the arena before they were even three minutes in. Yeah, those guys were gassed. Justin Charles saying TKZ versus Yair was in Denver too. Good call. Danny Castro saying Usman. If Usman Edwards 3 gets scrapped immediately, make Masvidal Edwards. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, Papa Chuck saying I was grabbing a beer between fights and got to meet Alta Moreno while he was grabbing a beer too. Got a picture with him. He's super down to earth. Shout out to Alta Moreno. That's sick. Lodge on Dream saying Jose stuffed 16 of 16 takedowns. I wonder how well Marab scored on DK then. Because he did get a bunch of control time, right? Lodge on Dream saying, yeah, GSP lost at 28. Usman is 35. I think it's going to be real tough for Kamaru to catch him now, even if he does avenge his loss. I don't know. I'm not willing to write off Usman after that. I still think he's one of the greatest welterweights easily. BP saying Cody versus Hani or Yanni. From what I remember, the most underrated part about Cody is his takedown defense and scrambling ability. God, I think Cody gets it done here. I think Yaya got dropped by Kyung Ho Kong. Cody should win. But Hani is also one of those strikers who just throws reckless abandon just so that he can get close to you and try to take you down. It's live here as well. But, uh, yeah, I think Cody probably gets a knockdown. Or a knockout, sorry. Daddy Castro saying even Chell was landing even in the striking. Uh, I think he was landing in the striking because he was able to push him back repeatedly and didn't have to worry too much about um, what was coming back his way. Oh, sorry. Chell was throwing repeatedly because he had Anderson thinking about the takedowns. That's why he was landing there. Morgan Kinsey had round five at plus 2,000. Damn. 
MMA Jesus saying you can try to acclimate all you want, but some people still suffer from altitude. And Kamaru does his actual full training camps consistently at altitude and also naturally has a better gas tank. Great points there, my friend. MMA Jesus saying, so Leon's solid but not great gas tank was probably hurt by the altitude and Leon said as much today. UFC was doing him dirty making at Utah. We shall see. Looking forward to to the rematch. Hopefully they're able to put it together. Uh, you know, I think they'll probably wait until maybe February or March to put it together just to give Usman some time to rest. And maybe Leon just wants to sleep with the belt for a couple months. Who knows? Thomas Kane saying, looking forward to any card with Charles Jordan, top five most exciting UFC fighter. Got to be, right? Definitely one of the most exciting UFC fighters. Also, Thomas Kane, I'll give you your due. Good shit with the Marab bet. I know you were heavy on that side this past week. Congrats to you, my friend. Lajon Dream saying, I think Luke's nose was broke at the start of the fight, so he was forced to breathe out of his mouth, which didn't help. Yeah. I remember that happening to uh, Cowboy Oliveira against Yancey Medeiros. He was fucking Yancey Medeiros up, and then Yancey broke his nose, and then Oliveira was having you know, a tough time breathing, and he gassed the fucker and ended up losing that fight late. I still remember that because I had Cowboy Oliveira's lock that I played that night. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Uh, Lajon Dream saying Marab scored 77.5 on DraftKings. That's got to probably be his lowest, to lowest total to date, right? Alex C is saying, I was just, I fell asleep during the fourth round of Leon versus Usman. Woke up, won my over four and a half, but lost to Usman running line. I was so confused. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. Lajon Dream saying Kamara scored 98.48 and Leon scored 84.05. Wow. Just shows you. Elevation did affect a lot of people. True shot saying Leon didn't look tired at all. I thought he did. I thought he looked... He definitely looked... Like, I wouldn't say he looked like how Luke Rockhold looked, but he definitely looked plenty slowed down. West Coast saying GSP9, title defense GOAT. I agree. West Coast saying Dana said most likely Leon will defend the title in the UK. That will be great. I think they are teasing about doing it at Wembley Stadium. That'd be dope if he can make his title defense there. True shot saying, I said it, Aldo's the better fighter and he'll lose. Yeah, he just got held up. Uh, Orlajan saying, Marab on MMA hour said, Aldo said this was his last fight. I, th I read somewhere that he said that this was his last run to the title. Maybe he might have a couple more fights. We'll see. Uh, true shot saying Leon looked dejected. Yes, he did. Corey Yipo saying Aldo's terrible. It should be his last fight. Ugh, don't say Aldo is terrible. The guy just he's lost to Rob Devalishvili, Henry Suhudo. Or, sorry, yeah, uh, I was thinking about Dominic Cruz for a second. Yeah, he's lost to Piotr Jan and Rob Devalishvili and Max Holloway and Alexander Volkanovsky. Arguably four of the best dudes in and around those weight classes at this time. Don't say terrible. God. Tristan's saying, any thoughts on AJ Fletcher versus on Helusa? I think Fletcher needs to drop to the lightweight. That is if the UFC gives him uh, another shot, right? Sometimes they might, might cut guys after going 0-2 uh, in the UFC. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him drop to lightweight. But I, it all depends on his cardio and how that is able to hold up. But I also don't think he's going to be that guy that a lot of people expect him to be going into the Matthew Summersberger fight. I was on Dream Singh. So funny, they were writing his obituary and Annex said that, but it's not uh, the cloth that he's cut from. And bam, there you go. Give Aldo his actual retirement fighting against Cruz in Brazil in January. I'm down with that. That would be a great fight. Question is, is Dominic Cruz down to come back that quickly? Uh, Aldo had a good performance against Chito. Yes, he did. MMA Jesus saying, a guy that fakes nut shots and illegally hooks the gloves and grabs the cage and has many major signs of PED use would definitely never use PEDs, especially when it's known that he can get away with PEDs. <laughs> uh, MMA Jesus, you're the best. Corey Eppel correcting himself and saying he looked terrible. I'll agree with that. You know, uh, again, but we do got to give Marab his his due. 
it was the threat of the takedowns, the threat of the constant level changes that caused Aldo to shell up there. True shot saying Fletcher gets another shot, puts on a good show. I guess he has been in entertaining fights at least. That's all he really has going for him. Rick Lewis saying Song Yudong by Dark Horse in the division to win the belt. Ooh, I don't know if he gets past uh, Corey Sandhagen though. First five round fight, possible cardio issues. I'm going Corey Sandhagen in that fight. Do they have odds on it yet? Let's see. Odds yet. I believe that fight's taking place in September. True shot saying, got to learn to move his F and head when he strikes, though. Yes. The guy gets hit so much. Lazon Dream saying, imagine this scenes if Nate beats Hamza and gets a title shot. That I wouldn't mind seeing. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing Usman maybe just sit on the sideline a little bit and then have Nate fight Leon Edwards in, in London. That will be fucking wild. Lajon Dream saying Leon said he would get Nate a shot if he beats him too. There you go. Corey Ipo saying Fletcher could make flyweight if he stopped the EPO. <laughs> Dude is on all the sauce. He reminds me of TJ Dillashaw, which is hilarious. Uh, Thomas Kane saying I heard Marab say Aldo was retiring. Not sure Aldo wanted to say wanted that out yet. I think again, the one thing that I heard was, or at least saw on social media, was that Marab said Aldo said that this was his last run at a title. So I don't know if it's retirement, but Maybe he sticks around for another fight or two. I hope so. True shot saying Sand Hagen all day. I agree. Lazon Dream saying Murat probably spoiled it. Hope Aldo reconsiders for Brazil card though. I agree. Can't believe I managed to catch up with the live chat. Still got about 20 minutes left with you guys as well. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about Contender Series if anybody's actually looked into it yet. Um, I am considering a play on Michael Parkin at plus 220. What am I, like, what, what, what am I missing here? Why is Nevis such a big favorite? They're both brawlers. Nevis is a little bit more of a wild brawler. Parkin actually looks like the cleaner, crisper guy. Maybe level of competition for Parkin hasn't been the greatest. Okay, I can understand that. Nevis has fought in LFA a couple of times, but it starts those guys pretty quickly. But, like, Parkin looks more athletic. Parkin looks a little bit crisper with his strikes. What am I missing here? Why is Parkin such a big underdog? Like, I'm, I'm, it seems like his price continues to get better, so should I wait? But, like, I fully expected this fight to be a, a pick -em. And, like, shout out to anybody that was on the Patreon here but like you could see, oh wait, I didn't even release them on the, I apologize, I didn't even put it up on Patreon yet. But in the middle of writing up my park and breakdown um, is when I decided to look at the the odds. And yeah, literally like one of my sentences here is saying, I finally took a look at the odds after writing that last sentence and I'm appalled that Parkin is a plus 180 underdog. Once that line becomes available on more books, I'll luckily make a one-unit play on it. That line just seems way off considering how sloppily this fight will likely play out. Neves fights out of a random gym in Brazil, whereas Parker is not technically from the same team in Aspinall, but has spent time in the training room with him throughout his career. I must have I must have missed something crucial, but based on the reads I've made from the footage on both these guys, I have no idea why the line is as wide as, as it is. Parkin looks like the slightly more athletic fighter too. If the fight doesn't go to decision line, isn't out of whack, I'll likely parlay it with something else on the card if I like it enough. By out of whack, I mean nothing worse than minus 400, minus 500, and that fight doesn't go to decision. is currently at minus 400. So there you guys go. So yeah, please, if anybody wants to talk about that, MMA's biggest fan saying Neva's more power. Are we sure? Because Parkin has knockout power of his own, in my opinion. Uh, MMA Jesus saying, what's more annoying, Marab holding Aldo against the cage doing nothing and making a terrible, boring fight, or Aldo acting confused when the scorecard were read? Yeah, that was weird. There's no way he believed he won that fight. Wild. True shot saying Aldo will get a fat check to fight in Brazil. Yes, he will. I think so. 
Tristan saying you early leaning Yuri versus Glover if they do the rematch. Uh, I'd still lean Glover, I guess. If they give us a big enough underdog odd on it, maybe. MMA Jesus saying the whole contender series card is dogger pass based on the odds. Um, again, I haven't looked at the two odds that I haven't uh, studied yet. But yeah, Gogo Ladze is the other guy. I think he's too big of a favorite, but uh, I think he wins that fight. The parking one is the one that has me most questioning. Like, what am I missing here? This is a sloppy heavyweight fight. This will likely turn out to be a fucking toss-up fight. And I lean the more athletic, crisper guy. True shot saying, who the hell knows with two 5-0 guys with one round, one round fights. Yep. Nevis has been, you know, pushed into the second and third rounds, as has, uh, what's his face, Parkin, uh, at least on the amateur scene. But, like, Nevis really starts to break down uh, the later a fight goes. Prison Mike saying the clink been noisy past couple days. Has it, my friend? Corey Hippo saying Kopilov at plus 105 right now a few, few weeks out, but I think he'll end up being a favorite. What do you think, Locke? Uh, who is he fighting? Because... I remember being quite impressed with Kopilov, even in his loss to uh, to Albert Duraev. He's running. He's fighting Alessio Di Carico. Yeah, I'd lean uh, Kopilov there as the dog, definitely. Tommy Gucci saying, "Would you rather see Rocky Nate or Rocky Masvidal?" I would rather see Rocky Masvidal. There's just more of a there's more of a storyline there, right? Um, like immediately, I'd like to see Rocky versus Usman too, but it depends on if Usman will come back right away and how quickly Rocky wants to come back. But I'd rather see Rocky versus Masvidal. True shot saying Yuri has more upside, can actually improve. I think he's always going to be that guy. Like the guy's been fighting for a long time. Let's not forget that, right? I know he's younger. He's 29 years old, but th- we're talking about a guy that has... Uh, where is it? How many fights does he have? 33 total fights. I don't know how many, how much he's going to change or improve, you know, 33 fights into his career. I love how I Googled Yuri Prohaska and, um, the first two headlines, Ali Abdelaziz thinks Yuri Prohaska an easier fight for Kamaru Usman than Leon Edwards. Kamaru Usman interested in light heavyweight move after Leon Edwards' fight. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Corey Hippo saying, Imovov almost to do one favor on Buckley. Could we see another highlight reel knockout? Buckley, you know, I don't think he should be that big of a dog, but I do think that Imovov will be the better fighter that night. I'm big on Imovov. I think his improvements are going to show a lot over the next couple of fights. Um, but I'm not comfortable backing him as that big of a favorite. MMA Jesus saying, I got Imovov at minus 170, good value right there. That's the line I'd pull the trigger on Imovov on, not minus 250. True shot saying, I'll bet D. Carico. Interesting. I think Kopilov is going to be the side there, personally. Dexter Pope saying, Rocky Usman 3. Yes, that is the fight that I would see. But out of the two that Tammy uh, suggested here, I would rather see Rocky Masvidal. Uh, MMA biggest fan, 23 seeing feels weird when the clearly better fighter loses the belt. Felt the same when there's lost a penny the first time. Yes, it is weird, but all things will work themselves out. We'll eventually get Usman to get that rematch and hopefully get that fight out. Dexter Pope saying, I like Imovov, but minus 300 is nutty. I agree. Sans Sense Boulevard saying, damn work, made me miss this. Lots of love lock. Thoughts on Hack Press minus 188. Sorry, fast already. Uh, who is Hack Press fighting? Let's see. John McDessie, minus 205, hot brass. McDessie could make that fight close, man. The guy is a veteran. Um, hack press, you know, not really turning out to be the guy we expected him to be. You know, we saw McDessie outstrike Ignacio Bajamundes, who, in my opinion, is a much more versatile and reliable striker than hack brass. McDessie could have some success in there too. I wouldn't touch that line personally. I'd consider a shot on McDessie, honestly. 
Let me see. Uh, I feel like he's just old. That's the only issue. Bessie. Yeah, he's 37. I don't know. I'm not I'm not big on playing hack brass that chalk. Dexter Pope saying with fighter pay so prevalent and these guys getting paid nothing, do you think it's possible guys to take dives for hundreds of thousands of dollars in the future? I, I don't think so. I think guys uh with fighter pay, sorry, that's what you meant. Uh like is there is there a certain spot that you're referring referencing? Is there a is there a fighter as which like are you thinking that Usman took a dive? Because I I I, I would disagree if that's what you're kind of trying to insinuate here. More money is to be made as you know, the more prestigious your record looks. True shot saying depends on which Mac Desi shows up. I agree. Corey Yupel asking, do you think Usman's daughter scarred her for life after watching her dad look like a two by four? <laughs> Oh, you're fucking hilarious. No, nah, I think she cool. I think she cool. Corey, you wild, bro. Dexter Pope saying, no, I'm thinking the guy's making 10 and 10. But like, what will a dive help a guy who's making 10K? How will they be assured that they're going to make 100K or thousands of hundreds of dollars or hundreds of thousands uh, in the future? Here we go. Uh, easier to take a dive when a guy when guy in Vegas can wire you 100k. Okay, like that. Okay, I understand. I understand what you're saying there, but like, usually guys that are willing to take dives, I guess, would be big underdogs. So for them to, but I guess like you can, I don't know. It's an interesting question. Do I think it's ever been done? Maybe yes. It's probably done at least been done at least once. But I don't think it's as prevalent. And I don't think it's um I don't think it's something that we gotta worry about. True shot saying certainly can happen on smaller fights. Maybe. True shot saying you get wired hundred K the feds are looking at it. That's true. There there might be some sort of tampering there too, where like, hey, where did this come from? You just lost a fight. Why are you getting paid so much money? Dexter Pope saying, I'm watching a documentary on Netflix called Bad Sport, and there's some instances where I'm like, damn, this could happen in the UFC. It absolutely could, but I just don't think it's going to be, you know, something that we really need to worry about. Like, I don't think it's on that scale as of yet. You know, thankfully, a lot of guys seemingly who are in the UFC believe they can be champion, believe they can make it into the top five, believe they can get a title shot and all that, and that's where they're hoping to make most of their money. Maybe PFL starts to change that around as people start or continue to sign with them, right? They're getting paid the bigger bucks. They have the chance to million, win a million dollars. Win a million dollars. Should they win the tournament? Yeah. Tammy Gucci saying uh, Dana would find them. That's possible as well. <clears throat> All right. I got just about over five minutes left with you guys here. Again, just a reminder, Contender Series Breakdown comes out in the next couple hours. I just want to uh, finish up a couple more fights, and then I'll be going live to break down those fights. Corey Yipo saying, are you as high on Benoit Saint-Denis as I am? I think there's something special there. I think he has a job to go out there and win a certain amount of fights. I just don't know if he'll be be a contender or anything like that. He's minus 205 against Gabriel Miranda. Mm-mm. I don't know much about Miranda, but one thing I do know with Benoit St. Denis is fight doesn't go to decisions or under two and, two and a half are probably the best way to go with his fights considering how urgent he usually fights and how aggressive he normally fights. Still, you know, salty about the fact that I didn't get to catch my uh, Zaleski Dos Santos fight doesn't go to decision against him is what it is, though. Joshua saying, if you're taking a dive at UFC level, it would have to be by sub. No way any fighter lets someone KO them. Yes, that is correct. The easiest way to give up a loss is get taken down, give up your back, let the guy choke you up. 
Chris and Mike saying, y'all tripping sports are not rigged. This isn't the 80s. <laughs> True Shot saying, far better competition than Miranda, but not much film on him. Yes. I did have somebody actually send me uh, another fight for Miranda that I'm going to be adding to the tape and X-ray shortly, so keep your eyes out for that. Um. Yeah, it looks like Cannoneer versus Strickland is now uh, official for October 15th. <laughs> Buffo on the beat saying, I was watching the main event and turned it off when Usman got the takedown mid-round five. I put my last 200 on Rocky as a YOLO move. Got that read from watching DK lineups. Thought I lost, but woke up with 800 bucks. You are one lucky man, Buffo on the beat. Maybe I'll spend these last five minutes talking about one of my favorite shows. Sorry, I knew this was going to come up, right? True Shot saying, Sean, be sleeping again. And Sansa's Boulevard saying, Sean, going to eat another left hook. I am looking forward to seeing the odds that we're going to get on Sean Strickland because I think people are going to be big on the fact that he just got knocked out by Alex Pereira. But they're not looking at the fact that it's Alex Pereira. So give me a good enough line on Sean Strickland. I'll be making a bet on him here. But yeah, I just wanted to quickly talk about uh, House of the Dragon. If anybody watched uh, the premiere yesterday of the new Game of Thrones spinoff series, House of the Dragon, it's a show that takes place, you know, just under 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Um, wonderful fucking show. Wonderful fucking show. I loved it. I loved it. My guy Trusha hasn't watched it yet. I won't, I won't spoil it for you, but I I think they nailed it. I think they nailed it in terms of like getting us invested into the world again, getting us invested into the characters. I love it. Robert Cella saying the welterweight goat LOL. Locked so quick to abandon his countryman GSP. I am not abandoning my countryman GSP. GSP still up there. <laughs> he is not up there. Uh, but yeah, uh, shout out to anybody that watched House of the Dragon yesterday. Luckily, I have it on Crave here up in Canada. I know it's on HBO, so they released it pretty much on the same time as, as Crave up here. So every Sunday evening, I'm very much looking forward to seeing this uh, show come out. I think they're going to be doing 10 episodes in the first season. Let me just confirm that. But man, they, they killed it. They did a very good job of getting you invested in the characters and everybody right away. By the way, I got to say, the main chick looks so much like uh, Amelia Clark, a.k.a. the other girl that played uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Obviously, the show is all about the Targaryens. Um, but yeah, they they killed it. How many episodes are they going to have? Oh... Yeah, it doesn't say how many episodes it's going to have, but wow. T take this in. According to Variety, each episode of House of the Dragon costs under $20 million. Its parent series, Game of Thrones, costs around $100 million per season, beginning with nearly $6 million per episode in season one and going up to $50 million each episode in its eighth and final season and made $285 million in profits per week over its eight seasons. Crazy. Fucking crazy. But yeah, I'm so I'm so psyched about it. True shot saying thinking about GSP's late career makes me want to take a nap. Yeah, he did really start to wind on. It's funny, like you know, Khabib was the opposite, right? He was the guy that would just lay on guys early in his career, and then afterwards he'd finally get finishes. Islamajev, right, kind of going the similar route as well. Uh, Kamar Usman going the similar route as well, going out there and finishing guys, although he just got finished himself. Nick Sisson saying, my son and I just got done watching episode one for the second time. I might watch it a second time myself. Honestly, it was that good. Like, every fucking scene was on point. True True Shot saying, 120 million episode can't be right. Uh, it was 120 million for the season. Oh, sorry, each episode of The House of Dragon cost 20 million. Sorry, under 20 million. 
might have gotten that mixed up. Nixon saying, awesome freaking show. Yeah, they killed it. They absolutely killed it. Start watching that. Uh, watch the first episode of She-Hulk. Surprisingly better than I expected. You know, I'm a big Marvel guy, and I'll always watch Marvel stuff. Um, Love it. It was a good show. Good, good first episode. Uh, Nick Sisson saying they said approximately nine hours total of season one. Wow. So where's that? Eight episodes then? Barely eight episodes? Hopefully they can keep this going for a, a while. I, you know, I love this shit, especially with that level of production. I'm, I'm totally in. Robert Chalice saying Jay Herbert from the from same team as Edwards, almost KO Topuria with the same exact kick. It just wasn't as, it just wasn't quite as flush to put about. Yeah. It can happen anytime, anywhere. Leon Edwards capitalized. All right. We have pretty much hit the one hour mark. Appreciate everybody checking out the show as always. I'll be back later this evening to drop uh, the Contender Series breakdown. Um, so make sure you guys come through for that. I don't have a uh, actual time frame set for it yet. But as soon as I do, I'll be tweeting it out. And then you'll obviously see it on my channel. So I'll see you guys tonight. Appreciate it. Let's just see what's last couple guys saying here. Nick Sisson saying, no, I'm wrong about the nine hours. That's new Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah, that starts in a couple of weeks as well. Looking forward to that. True Shot saying, need some lotion and tissue when you rewatch the kick. I don't want to. I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> West Coast saying, She-Hulk. Hey, I'm a Marvel guy. I, I'll watch anything Marvel drops other than Miss Marvel. You know, that, that was... That would seem a little bit too childish for me. I'll stay away from that one. But She-Hulk was not bad. You know, Bruce Banner's in the first episode. Like, they set it up pretty well. I'm in on this story. That's all I got to say. All right. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. See you guys there tonight for the Contender Series Breakdown. Otherwise, I'll see you guys back here 4 p.m. Eastern for MMA Log Talk next week. No UFC event this week, but we're still going to be dropping uh, content pretty much on a daily basis. All right. Love you guys. See you guys tonight.